Hello and welcome back to The Entrepreneur. My name is Robert Way and today I'm here to talk to you about values and the importance of understanding, identifying and leveraging your values to finding work you love. Now, you'll see on any business's website or any company's website, a set of values that they proclaim are what they stand by. And now this work is important, it's critical. Having a strong culture with shared values is what will make sure a team will work. However, if you don't understand at your core, your values, it makes it very hard to fit in with that uh, shared set of values that they've identified. It also makes it hard to find work with a group of people that you're likely going to get on with. So having the ability to figure out your values understanding what's important to you is critical and it's actually a really easy skill and analytical process to learn. All you need to do is start with this question. What's important to me in the context of my career or in the context of work, in the context of my business? You ask that question, what's important to me in the context of my business? And you write down what comes to mind. Now, if we look at neuro-linguistic programming and some of the research that was conducted or some of the techniques and tools that were brought together as a consequence of research that was conducted, there's this idea raised by, I think it was Morris Massey, that between the ages of zero to seven is known as the imprint period. And it's in this period that we lock in our values, our beliefs, our behaviours, our identity. And post seven years of age, we have this thing called a critical faculty, which basically in our mind rejects anything that doesn't match what we believe to be true, right and real. And so going through a process of where you get to those deep, unconscious values is going to be critical so that way you can one get to the core of your beliefs as opposed to the things that are on the surface Um, but two make sure you have a really solid list that actually is going to mean something as opposed to you know authenticity and money and bravery are important because they're the first things that come to your head more like what's at the deepest center of your core, what do you value the most? And so when I say, ask yourself the question, what's important to me in in the context of work? Yes, you do that until you can't write anything down, but then you look at that list or you look at chunks of words in that list and you ask yourself, if I had all of those things, what else would be important to me in the context of my career? Because what's going to happen is you're going to hit this first unconscious barrier. And that first unconscious barrier is one of two. And so it's very important that if you're going to do this activity, that you ask the question, hit that first unconscious barrier, look at all the things that you've written down and ask again, what's most important to me in the context of my career? And like I said, you're going to hit this one more time. And so you want to get through your second barrier of thinking. So you end up ultimately having three separate lists. You have your original first list from
from the first time you started asking it, where you feverishly wrote down everything. You'll have your second list, which was a little bit more challenging because it was hard to find things and you probably at that stage started repeating things. And then your third list, which is the hardest and most frustrating list because by that time you're sick of it, you're saying things like, uh, there's nothing else, I can't think of anything else. But in reality, there is that little piece of gold under there that you need to look for. And so you read through the words, you chunk them up, you ask yourself the question, and you get your three lists uh, that are everything you can think of that is most important to you. Now, the next trick to making this process really sing is to understand your threshold values. Now, what a threshold value is, it's something that if it was to happen, it would cause you to leave the business, to want to close up shop, to quit that job. What are the things that would have to happen if you had every single value that you've listed out? If you had it all, what would have to happen to cause you to leave or quit? And so then you take some time, like I normally time box this stuff to like five minutes, 10 minutes, so you're focused on just writing for that period. And write down everything that would have to happen that would cause you to leave. So an example might be a manager not keeping their word multiple times. Or it could be having to sit on the bench for months on end. Or it could be only ever doing one type of job um, and never having opportunity to grow. But whatever it is, it's about figuring out for you what your threshold values are that would cause you to leave. Now, those threshold values are going to come out as likely statements or sentences or paragraphs or little stories. And that's fine. What you're then looking for is either a single word that sums up that story that is actually a value or you have statements that let you know what's going to happen that's going to cause you to leave. So if you hate your job or you hate the team that you're in, it's pretty easy to deal with it because you just, you've hit your threshold. And so it becomes a binary decision because you know exactly what you won't put up with. Regardless, you're likely going to get a word or two out of that that goes into your list. And we're almost at the end of the process. What you do next is you just circle the must-haves. So what are the things that most represent the most important things to you? And you start by identifying the top 15 or 20 must-haves. Once you've identified your top 15 or 20, you want to see if there are any words that can basically go under one of those. So you want to make sure you're covered. Uh, you want to make sure that your 20 has the right coverage of everything in your list, the right importance. And then if you really want to, you take that list of 20 and you can look for a priority list. So what's your number one, number two, number three, number four value? Now, this part's a little tricky. It can be challenging because it's about compromising. But basically what you do is you look at your list and you say, what's most important to me? And you pick it. Put that at the top, write it down. Next step is to say, if I had this, what's next most important? 
and then you bring that next in your list. You do that for the third and the fourth. But what you're going to find is, as you start to put them in priority order, you're going to get sensations and feelings and thoughts. And you might need to swap these around. So you ask yourself the question, well, is this most important than that? If it is, you swap them around. And I don't do this for all 20. I generally do this from four, seven, or 10. So 10 is a nice round number, but practically what can you also keep in mind? And it's about seven items at any one time. So you want to increase your probability of having these front of mind as you're going through, looking for work, looking at your team, um, making it easy for people to understand what your values are and line up to them. So it makes it easy if it's that four to seven mark uh, that you want to prioritize. And so if you've gone through this whole process, where you end up is with a list of seven prioritized values that are the things that are most important to you. And now if you're doing this as an individual to find work, it's pretty easy. You go to a business's website, you look for businesses that are promoting the same types of values that are important to you and you focus your energy on going for jobs there. If you're already in a gig, you think about your top seven values, you think about what you observe in the people you work with and do you see those values in those people? Do they seem to be prioritizing bravery or courage or whatever it is? And if the answer is yes, you're in a great place. If you found yourself frustrated and not enjoying what you're doing, well, then you're also going to see that as well. If people are underhanded or uh, highly political and not focused on delivering outcomes, you'll start to notice that, but you'll have a binary measure that you can use to say, well, I'm not enjoying it, which is why I'll change. Now, if you decide to do this process for your business, the mistake I see consistently is the idea of forcing people to conform to a group of values. And so while that can work, if there's high levels of alignment, what I think is the most powerful strategy is to elicit every individual's values. Then you do an affinity map for what's shared and that becomes your business's priority list with the team because they're already shared things. Then what you can do is you can take a higher view where you not only have your shared values, but you can also do individual values visualized in a creative way. So anyone coming on board can see what Rob's values are or Ben's or Mick's or Sarah's just by having a look at the different values that exist. But they can also see what was shared because that's how you've come up with your values. Now, if you are someone that decides to do values with your business, um, it's key to talk about the meanings of words. So what I think honesty means might mean something different to someone else. And so while that might sound crazy because you've just said in your mind, uh, honesty means X, it's not always the case. And so professionalism might mean something different um, authenticity might mean something different. So what's critical is everyone should talk about without interruption, their definition of the word. And so with their definition of the word, each team member will understand what their colleague means by authenticity. 
And then what you're left with is your list, the meanings of the words, which can go into the copy you write if you're doing it for your business, um, or at least the story you understand yourself about yourself if you're doing it as an individual. And you've got your list. They're your values. Use them. Use them to find work. Use them to strengthen your team and your culture. And then crack on. Demonstrate your values through the stories you share, the actions you take, and the things that you do in the workforce. And that's it for this session on values at The Entrepreneur. I look forward to connecting with everyone in the next one.